Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well, losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash I do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real. Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do for an exclusive 35% off because every mom deserves a good night's sleep. And with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. What's going on, guys? Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show where I talk to Dr. 
Jennifer Heise, and she is an associate professor and Canada Research Chair in Brain and Health and Aging in Kinesiology at McMaster University, and she is the author of Move the Body, Heal the Mind. And today we talk about how exercise can help improve our relationships. And I say it in the in the interview that I feel I don't really talk about this enough because it is such an important part of having a healthy relationship is obviously getting right with our own mental health, but also getting right with our own physical health, because literally we're more irritable, we're more anxious, we're more tired if we're not exercising. And if we're feeling all of those things, we're going to find it challenging to improve our relationships. So Jennifer gives us some great tips and guides to implementing exercise in our lives so that we can use it to improve our relationships. I really enjoyed this conversation with Jennifer. As always, thank you so much for tuning into the show, for telling your friends and family. We're coming up on summer almost, and I always joke, I think every year, that we're going to have the uh, summer promo of Tell one friend and family member about the show if you like it. And that's really what helps us spread the word to get this information out to more people. And if you really enjoy the show, leaving us a review on iTunes or Spotify is greatly appreciated. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy today's show. Hey, Jennifer, thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Thanks so much for having me. Today, we're going to talk about your new book, Move the Body, Heal the Mind, and how using the information from the book and your research can improve our relationships. And just a couple minutes ago, we were talking about how obviously the healthier we are individually, the better we're going to show up in relationships. So that's the, the premise here. And we don't talk a lot about just physical health on the show because we're talking about communication, sexuality. There's so much to talk about in relationships, but this is super important because if we don't have that foundation of health, then it's kind of hard to do a lot of the other things. So let's start by having you tell our listeners how you came to write this book and how you think about it in relation to improving relationships. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a, it's such an important piece that we often don't think about, right? It's the, but it's that self-care piece, right? The, we need to be, we need to be good ourselves in order to be really good in relationships. And so um, the reason I wrote the book, so the book um, I'm an academic, I'm a researcher, I, I direct the NeuroFit Lab. So we conduct research on exercise and the brain. But the story is also really personal for me. The uh, This research area, I actually came to it through a personal crisis. So um, in graduate school, I was in my 20s and studying neuroscience, just how the brain represents who we are, our memories. And it became clear to me something wasn't quite quite right with my own brain. I was having pretty severe anxiety. Um, I wasn't able to show up for the people in my life in a way, a meaningful way that I wanted to. And 
I went to the doctor, was really reluctant to take the medication they were offering. And fortunately, on a whim, I borrowed a friend's rusty old road bike and was amazed at how much those bike rides soothed my mind. They really quieted the negative self-talk, the intrusive thoughts I was having, and was able to really, you know, help me cope and manage my mental health for a long time. And so this this shift in, you know, my personal life towards exercise as as healing for my own mind also made a shift in my research. So from that point forward, I, I really focused on the, the effects of exercise on the brain um, as a way to improve mental health, our cognition, and to prevent things like dementia and Alzheimer's disease. Let's talk a little bit about the findings that you've discovered through your research. Obviously, well, I don't say obviously, most of us should know uh, by now that exercise is good for us. Just that general statement is not going to really be disputed by mm-hmm. many. But what are some of the more interesting things that you found that might surprise some of our listeners? Yeah, so uh, what a lot of people don't realize, there is this intimate connection between the health of the body and that of the mind and the brain. And things like illness, physical illness, or even just inflammation in the body can cause things like serious mood disorders like depression, anxiety, even OCD. Um, And one in three people who show up with a mood disorder have disordered mood they don't actually respond to the typical medication that we prescribe. So one of the first lines of defense for any kind of mood disorder is an antidepressant drug. Um, But one in three people don't respond to it. And so they take the medication and don't experience any relief in their mood. Um, Some people do, and it can be really transformative for them. Um, But for for those non-responders, exercise is the medicine they need. And what's been shown is that exercise has a clinically significant improvements in mood for individuals, especially those with high inflammation in their body. Um, and it, it's on par, like the studies that look exercise versus antidepressant in like a head-to-head challenge show that it, that exercise is on par with a medication. You know, we often think about drugs as sort of the cure-all But lifestyle, our lifestyle really matters and it matters more than many people think. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Do you want to know one of my favorite meals? It's a slice of toasted bread with tomato, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little drizzle of balsamic glaze. Makes my heart happy. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And I love that all the ingredients get to show off their individual flavors. I used to eat it all the time as my easy go-to meal. And then all of a sudden, there was a ton of messaging out there telling me that I shouldn't eat carbs and that I shouldn't eat bread and that bread is bad. And I hate to admit it, but I cut out bread entirely for the longest time. And it wasn't until recently that I started to understand that not all bread is created equal. 
Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. They've remade carby, empty-calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus protein and fiber. I highly recommend that you give their bread a try. They're giving Relationship Advice listeners 10% off when you visit Hero dot co and use the code I do at checkout. I was so excited to discover Hero Bread. It's truly amazing. And they've made a product that is tasty and soft while having zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar and high in fiber. I'm not going to lie. Their white bread is so good and it makes the best tomato and mozzarella sandwich. Last week, Stella and I were back in Florida visiting our family and we all walked to the lake and the only bread we had in the house was hero bread. So we grabbed a slice, walked to the lake, and by the time we got there, Stella had eaten the whole piece of bread and of course, wanted more. So the poor ducks didn't get any hero bread, but Stella did. Since I had cut out bread for a while, every time I ate low quality bread, my body felt bad. It felt bloated and I didn't feel great. But with Hero Bread, I feel good after eating it, which makes my life so much easier because now I can go back to my easy grab and go sandwiches when I'm on the run. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. That's I do at H E R O dot C O. When you work full-time, have kids, and run a podcast, it's hard to make time for a multiple-step skincare protocol. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. Let me repeat it. They make it easy... No complicated routine, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. If you're looking for skincare products that are simple and effective, for a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase when using the code IDO when you check out at oneskin.co. I've been using OneSkin's body lotion for about a month, and I've already seen noticeable improvements with small wrinkles and textures on my skin, specifically on the back of my neck and the back of my hands, two places where I get a lot of sun. Plus, my skin looks and feels healthier all around. It's all thanks to OneSkin's revolutionary OS-01 peptide, the first ingredient proven to deactivate aging cells responsible for lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. Unlike traditional skincare products that only mask symptoms, OneSkin pioneered a new approach integrating tissue engineering and cutting-edge science to enhance skin biology for lasting resilience against aging. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using the code IDO at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code IDO. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. And obviously showing up in a relationship and having a a mood disorder, feeling depressed, no one wants to feel that individually. And, but certainly if you're trying to work on 
your relationship is just another hurdle if you're not feeling good with yourself. So what would you tell people? One of the things you write about in your book is is how to make exercise a, a routine or, or how to implement it into your life. How can people do that that's kind of hacking the system rather than just saying, yeah, you know, well, just think about it and start going to the gym. Easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we're we're up against this built-in barrier that uh, the brain—it's the brain to blame. Actually, we we can blame the blame the brain. It has a built-in relic from our evolutionary past, which is really designed to conserve energy. So the brain makes us lazy, essentially. And uh, but the good news is we can get over this lazy setting with a little planning, some logic, some of our own rebuttals to combat its lazy, you know, mantras. Do you even have time to exercise? Aren't you tired? <laughs> but we can we can get over those. So one of the go tos for me is just simply we got to plan it ahead. Now this is so simple. We put it in our calendar, but we include the details like what we're going to do, who we're going to do it with, when, where, all of those details, think them out ahead of time. Because when we do that, we we take all that decision-making that we had to do in the moment and we put it ahead of time. And this saves us a ton of brain power. We don't realize how much decision-making drains our willpower, our, our self-regulation. And so if we use up all of our self-regulation to make those decisions, then we'll have less left over to do the actual exercise and it will make it harder for us. So the simple act of planning ahead is a really great way to help at least make sure we have the time carved out in our schedule and our calendar. Um, And then, you know, coupling it with things that you like, and maybe that's even your partner and making it part of your relationship where, you know, you work out together and that's sort of like a date night where you go for a nice stroll or walk. The beautiful thing about the benefits of exercise for the brain and for mood is that it doesn't have to be like an intensive thing. It can just be a a walk. Uh, Five minutes of walking can help boost your focus. 10 minutes of walking can help boost your creativity. You know, when you're walking together 30 minutes, three times a week, this is enough in our research has shown to reduce anxiety, to uh, improve your mood. And after every single bout of exercise, you you will feel good. And the reason why is because exercise actually, it, it stimulates the production of dopamine within the reward system of the brain. So giving us that rewarding feeling. But what's really cool about the brain is that it starts like linking things that are just, just happen to be around exercising. So that loved one that you're walking with, they, you know, the enjoyment you're having with them gets coupled with the exercise. Maybe you're listening to your favorite podcast or some music and all of those feel good feelings sort of get meld together. And it eventually exercise becomes something you really look forward to. It's a rewarding thing that you really enjoy. Um, in the book, I talk a lot about how we can, um, you know, create more sense of endorphins when we're working out together. And if we're exercising in synchrony, um, that could even be like walking together, running together, cycling together. The study that I talk about in the book was rowing. Obviously, that 
you can row in synchrony. That's quite simple, but also dancing. So dancing, you're in sync with the music, in sync with your partner. And these forms of synchronization help to really actually release more of the endorphins that you get from exercise. I think that's a really beautiful part of it. I love that. I have a couple of things I want to touch on. I'm just thinking, I guess we'll start with the last, but, but dancing, I just saw a couple of great DJs this past Saturday night and it was such a nice bonding experience. I went with some friends, but totally like you're, you're feeling good. You're with friends, but that mm-hmm. from the study, that synchronicity, we're all moving and dancing to this same beat. It's doing something on a deeper level. Yeah, the neural level, like the endorphins are flowing, you're connecting so deeply and you're, you're expending a lot of energy, but you don't even think about it, right? That's exercising. Exactly. (laughs) You just, it just feels good and you could do it all night long, right? Yeah. So on a, maybe a more scientific level, what chemicals are being released and, and what's, what's happening there? Mm-hmm. So we often think about, you know, endorphins as the feel, one of the feel good feelings associated with runner's high, for example. And typically we think of runner's high and endorphin release. You have to go hard. You know, it's no, no pain, no gain when it comes to endorphins because endorphins are the body's natural painkiller. And so they get released when the body starts aching to soothe your sore muscles and aching feet. But that those endorphins also get released in the brain to ease sort of your mental agony associated with the hard exercise. But we can, we can sidestep all that pain by doing it together and in synchrony. And research shows that, um, um, our our pain threshold actually like our sensitivity to pain decreases when we're exercising together as an indication that more and more of these endorphins are released even when we're not, we're not working hard i think it's so interesting this isn't an anthropology podcast but i did study it in school and yeah there's there's a rich history of like song and dance in all as far as I know, indigenous cultures, you know, some more than others, but that dancing and and music together can help form a deeper bond right through these chemical Mm -hmm. releases. So it's, it's very much a part of our evolutionary past and, and bringing that to the present and talking about with your friends, but with your partner, if it's exercise, dancing, really uh, trying to incorporate that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dancing is uh, just an amazing form of exercise. Another perhaps surprising but relevant one to this uh, conversation is sexual activity. This is a form of physical activity. Uh, research from uh, a friend of mine, he's he's done some uh, studies where he's quantified the caloric expenditure of exercise. And so that counts too. And, you know, you're obviously in synchrony. It's obviously something that's extremely pleasurable and rewarding and, and reinforced through that evolutionary mechanism. Do you know some of the details of that? Because I, I feel like at one point I saw something that the caloric expenditure but obviously it depends on how, what, your partner, <laughs> what you're doing. But I was like, it was like super low. It was like a hundred calories or something. I was like, uh, I mean, 
sure, it could be a hundred calories, but it could be a thousand. I mean, <laughs> yeah, on average, I think you're right. It's around a hundred. Yeah, that but seems that was too for low. like a twenty minutes. That, I mean, that's it depends on what you're doing. The, yeah, <laughs> I guess exactly. But uh, you but, know, um, but the the amazing thing is the benefits of exercise for the brain have less to do with calories and calories burned, and more to do with you know. Um, moving the body, getting the blood flowing, getting the oxygen in, you know, and then on top of that, the synchrony that you're having uh, with the movement with the, your partner. And so, you know, when we when we look at just that, the calorie expended, it doesn't seem like a lot. But the, the bottom line is that the that even just a simple self-paced walk is enough to boost the brain's health. And so um, if we if we take that into the bedroom. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a, like a full on romp, but it can be something, you know, sensual and fun. <laughs> One of the other things you talked about is just going on a walk. And I wanted to tie that into, I, I can't remember the exact guess, but they had this great tip for conflict resolution. And I, I want to mention it again. And now there's an, another benefit, but it was instead of trying to, go deep and, and communicate about a, a conflict. And we certainly talk about how to do that a lot on the show. And that is important to do. But I think sometimes we can get into the weeds and we we think too much about the relationship. We try to deconstruct problems too much. And so what they said is, and this was a therapist and he wasn't coming from the, the exercise standpoint of advocating exercise, but it said, Drop it and go for a walk because what you're saying, one, maybe your anger is elevated, cortisol levels are up, you're not in a great space to resolve anything. So just drop it and go for a walk and together. And now to what you're saying, we're going to have that synchronicity. We're going to get the benefits of, of walking and exercise, but we're also getting the, the mental health benefits of the chemicals release, but the mental health benefits of dropping that argument, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And in the book, I talk a lot about, well, anxiety, right? Anxiety is is such a, it can be such a powerful a derailer of our thought process. And when the head, is, when our mind is full of anxiety, it's difficult to think clearly. It's difficult to have a rational discussion with somebody. And you're right. Like you could just be seeing red, anger, and and you're not responding to the situation situation anymore, but you're you're responding to your own vulnerability, like that the situation is reflecting back at you, and it's so difficult to make any progress when that's your stance. So I and and that can be either in a discussion with somebody else or even in a discussion with your own thoughts, you know, your own negative thoughts or your own anxiety thoughts, you know, when you're trying to rationalize or figure what what's going on. I ha I just say you got to get out of your head and into your body. And, and this is exactly like your prior guest said, you know, just get out there and go. <laughs> and And because when your mind is a mess with anxiety, it's not very good at problem solving. And so you need to, you need to get moving. The movement will help reduce the stress. It'll reduce the anxiety. It'll also boost outside of the box thinking like that creativity. So you can see things from another person's perspective. You can see it from a different light, which is what you need to do to help come to a resolution. 
Um, and so, yeah, it can be such an incredible therapeutic tool um, in helping conflict resolution. In relation to that, did you find anything like processing negative emotions? Like, let's say if you're angry, but then going out and like doing sprints, mm-hmm. it, it feels like that's a, instead of thinking your way out of the anger, you're hopefully not running away from it, but like processing it through the body, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, when, when you've got this built up energy inside of you, you need to let it out. Right. And um, this is, we often see this with like kids with and adults with ADHD, you know, they have all this energy inside of them. And if they're not given it a proper outlet to expend it, then it creates problems for them. And so, yeah, in the same way, uh, you would see that with somebody who's angry. The other great thing is that exercising regularly um, helps to tone the stress system. It helps us be less reactive to stressors. So, you know, stressors are uh, pretty much a given in everyday life, but it really, they become really harmful depending on how we react to them. So if we react when something doesn't go right and we get really tense and angry and then when things go right, we're happy and, you know, we're kind of moody here. We're up and down. Our moods go up and down, up and down. That's when it becomes really damaging to our health. It can lead to inflammation and start to really break down um, mental illness too. So, um, yeah, really, really interesting things where we can we can start to use exercise to really help manage our mood, manage our reaction to everyday stressors that will overall help us to be more calm, uh, like in our, in our whole life. This is so valuable. As we're talking, I'm not kicking myself, but kind of like thinking I should focus more on the physical body on this relationship podcast, because, you know, we're, approaching 400 episodes and a vast majority are dedicated to communication, sexuality, conflict resolution. And those are all important tools that, that a lot of us are not given, but, and we have talked about it on past episodes, but if we aren't just good with ourselves uh, physically, it, all those things are so much harder. And as you said, you use the ADHD example, but it's like, we're, we're energetic beings. And, and if that energy is all being focused, let's say on the relationship, a lot of that energy that can be fine, but relationships are up and down and they require work and they're difficult sometimes. They don't have to be all the time, but if that energy is not, if there's not another outlet through the body and then just our overall health, it can be much harder. And I think a lot of times if, if I'm stressed out, not even in relation to a relationship, I feel better if I go and exercise, right? Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. I'm very active and I kind of take that for granted. And I'm super thankful to have a active lifestyle and surf every morning before that. I, I, I was a basketball player, but I'm definitely not my best self if I'm not active. I'm, I don't feel like myself. I feel like I'm more irritable. Mm-hmm. Um, all the negative things that I don't like to bring into the world are elevated if I don't have that other energetic outlet. So yeah, I, I'm just using a personal example, but maybe we will 
focus more on obviously diet's a huge part too, but yeah, it's super important. Yeah. And, and I'm the same as you, you know, I see exercise as my medicine. I've, I've learned that it makes me feel so good. But the thing is a lot of people don't, they may not have have that in their life. Like you have surfing now that you rely on daily to make you feel good and you miss it when you don't have it in your life. Now, just imagine somebody who hasn't discovered that yet for themselves. And it can be any form of activity that makes you feel good. Um, but if they don't regularly have that in their life, then their whole baseline level is off. They don't feel as good. They, you know, they don't want to do as many things or they, you know, everything seems a little bit harder, um, when you're not feeling your best self. Right. And so I think, you know, trying to encourage movement in any way that feels good for you. I know a lot of people have sort of a negative connotation around exercising per se because of, you know, negative experiences that have happened in the past or there's fear of judgment. And so I, I want to get away from calling it exercise per se and think about it more as like movement, like going for a walk, going for a hike, going surfing, going playing basketball with your friends, going dancing, having sex, you know, incorporating movement, more movement into your daily life. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Money is one of the biggest stressors in relationships. While worrying about it doesn't help a ton, Earnin actually does. Our sponsor, Earnin, is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Many couples end up fighting about finances, especially when surprise costs arise. Earnin allows you to seamlessly deal with that unexpected trip to the vet or the last minute gift for loved ones without any stress, letting you and your partner focus on what really matters. Earnin is helping millions of Americans to feel self-sufficient and to worry and fight less about money. All of this without debt trap, mandatory fees, or credit checks. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download Earnin app, type in relationship advice under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's relationship advice under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. If you're tuning into today's show, you're probably aware that mental health and relationship challenges are a part of life, but they don't have to define you and you're not alone. If you've ever wished that you could join a conversation with an expert and call into a show in a similar vein as relationship advice, here's an opportunity for you. If you're navigating something messy, call the Dr. John Deloney Show. His show recently hit top five of all podcasts on Apple Podcasts and for a good reason. With a PhD in counseling and two decades of experience sitting with people, Dr. Deloney brings practical advice on how to connect with others, face depression, overcome anxiety, and find true wellness. This caller-driven show tackles real-life issues from relationships to emotional well-being. Dr. Deloney walks alongside people just like you as they navigate tough decisions. So no matter what you're going through, the Dr. John Deloney Show is here for you. 
Send your questions, leave a voicemail at 844-693-3291 or email askjohn at ramseysolutions.com. They want to talk to you. Listen to the Dr. John Deloney Show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on our website. That's a great point. It it doesn't have to be like, oh, I got to go to the gym. I mean, that can be good. And if you enjoy that. But yeah, the other day I played uh, Frisbee on the beach for the first time in years. And it was so fun. (laughs) And and there's also an element of play that I think as adults is really critical and can certainly in a partnership bring you closer to your partner. Have you done any research with like the the play element of of physical movement? Yeah. So uh, play is so important. And part of it has to do with the way we think, actually. So um, there are two sort of modes that the prefrontal cortex, which is the front part, the most evolved part of our brain, operates on. One is like inhibitory control, which is like focus mode where we can ignore distractions and sort of stay on task. And that's, you know, that's important for our work, for, you know, structured work to ignore distractions and stay focused. But the second mode is this mental flexibility, which allows us to flexibly switch between different tasks, to creatively think about information to pull in past experience and apply it to this new situation. And play helps work that mental flexibility. And it, it's about, you know, the improvisation of play, the dynamics, the uh, the spontaneity of the whole thing, the creativity, the artistry, like all of that helps you know, training the body, training the mind to think more flexibly and creatively, and it transfers. So there's research. Um, this was done in children. So when children are allowed more time to just free play, they become more creative adults, like in 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 life, not just in sport, but in life. And the the ideal balance was like fifty percent structured sport and fifty percent free play those kids ended up more creative than the ones who did 70% of their time in structured sport and only 30% in free play. And I just love that. But I agree with you. Adults need more time to free play. (laughs) And it can be so fun, right? And it's such a it is such a nice stress relief. And when we couple that with movement, it, it it's just so reinforcing. I can highly recommend Frisbee. <laughs> go, go throw the Frisbee. <laughs> I after, love Frisbee. After last week, there was like six of us. We had two Frisbees going. I had so Amazing. much fun. And I, <laughs> and I was like, it's been 10 years since I threw the Frisbee. And it, it just felt really good. Like I said, I surf every day and I'm super grateful for that. But that's a certain kind of physical movement. And it's not, I'm like playing with the waves, but not, it's not interpersonal. Mm -hmm. And this was interpersonal and I was running, which felt really good because I I don't really run anymore. And so playing Frisbee to bring it back to partnership or friendship, that's, it's a particularly, I think we're onto something here. Maybe Frisbee is, is going to like help all relationships. Frisbee therapy. Yes, exactly. That's where we're. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's super fun. I love that. Well, Jennifer, I, I want to touch on, you had mentioned part of your journey, starting with your anxiety. And I know that's something that I sometimes struggle with and didn't even realize it was anxiety until the last couple of years 
What are some of the things maybe from your personal journey, if you didn't mind sharing, but some of the things that we can do from an exercise standpoint, besides just, you know, blanket, go exercise that can help with anxiety? Yeah. So a lot of people, well, everybody experiences symptoms of anxiety from time to time. It's really just the the mind's reaction to stress. You know, it's the fear response. Um, but some of us will experience it more intensely and more of the time. Um, and in all cases, exercise can help. So um, when we take a light to moderate exercise, one thing that that does is it releases this resiliency factor in our brain called neuropeptide Y, which it protects the brain from trauma and stress. And so people who have neuropeptide Y, more of it, their brains are protected from from trauma and they're less likely to develop post-traumatic stress disorder. And we can make more of this resiliency factor with light exercise. So in the book, I have this, this wellness walk that I get people to do where it's just a self-paced walk, whatever pace you want, and make it a little bit more, you know, out of your head and into your body by paying attention to your breathing, because this really helps ground you out of your head, out of the anxiety thoughts and into the body. The deep breathing, um, especially the exhale, helps to stimulate the vagus nerve, which helps to, you know, get you back from fight or flight into rest and digest mode in the the nervous system. And then another really kind of interesting tweak you can make to your wellness walk is it's related to anxiety sensitivity. So some people who experience anxiety have this sensitivity to the somatic symptoms or the body sensations of anxiety. So racing heart, difficulty breathing, and just feeling those sensations in their body makes them even more afraid. So this is called anxiety sensitivity. And most people who have this, they don't like exercising. It terrifies them because it makes them feel like they're going to die. And so one strategy for them to get them used to those symptoms and trusting that they're okay, they're not deadly, that they're just the body's activation is through exposure therapy. And we can use exercise here and it can just be like you go for your wellness walk, you build up your resiliency factor, neuropeptide Y, and then you do a short sprint at the end. Like I'm talking seconds. And that short sprint, what does it do? It activates the stress response. You feel your heart race. You feel it's difficult to breathe. And then you stop and you see everything come back down to baseline and you know you're okay. And so that exposing yourself to that activation and deactivation helps you trust that your body is capable of handling those intense sensations and they then have less fear, power, control over you. And so you can start adding more and more sprints as you can tolerate it more. But that's, I call that the fear buster workout. So it's like a a self-paced walk at the end with some sprints as much as you can tolerate, even just a few seconds to, to get that stimulation. That's great. I've never heard of that. And I'm sure you have lots of that detailed information or kind of hacks in your book that I want you to tell our listeners about before we wrap up. Are there any things that we skipped over or maybe something you want to emphasize before we say goodbye? Um, well, the book, yeah, I, I, it does 
approach movement from this holistic perspective of the mind and the body. Um, but it's a, it is a really compassionate journey. It's a personal story that, you know, not only, uh, starts with my bouts of anxiety, but you know, it tracks me through some postpartum depression as well as, um, a divorce that I went through. And so it, it, it shows how exercise can help us in these difficult transitions um, or move through difficult transitions um, that that we may experience in our life. Um, so, it, yeah, it, it talks about anxiety, depression. Um, it talks about healthy aging, addiction, sleep, and focus and creativity. So there's so much information in there. It's all science-based. And at the end of each chapter, I have these science-inspired workouts, like the Fear Buster workout I talked about, where I took the science and I, I made it into a workout plan for you. So there's no fancy equipment needed. Just you can you can do it anywhere, anytime. And um, I think that's a really special part of the book. Well, thank you so much. Our listeners can find information on the book, Move the Body, Heal the Mind, in our show notes and on our website, idopodcast.com. And thanks for taking the time to come on the show, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, and while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day happy couple challenge, we really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner or just bringing the spark back, we would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark my relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners. If you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock, we've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day. listening to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com